Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another PC Boys podcast. It is Logan, and today I am going to be talking with you guys about me rewatching Captain Marvel for a second time. I have only watched this movie two times, and obviously that includes the one that I watched it recently a few days ago. So I put myself through pain and torture so I could talk to you guys about this movie over again because some people wanted me to rewatch the movie and see if my opinion changed on it. So I did. I went in and watched it about, oh, no, over a year since I last watched it. I watched Captain Marvel only two times when it came out in theaters and a few days ago. So, Captain Marvel is still, in my opinion, the worst Marvel movie. The worst Marvel Cinematic Universe movie out of them all. And I actually ended up coming out of this hating it more than I did previously. Um, it's just, okay, first of all, the villain. The villain in this, in this fucking movie, okay? You know he's the bad guy from the beginning. Like, you just, you just fucking know. As soon as Talos makes no immediate threat to really kill her... It's pretty apparent that um, he's not the bad guy. So knowing the bad guy immediately, that was the thing. Um, and then, of course, um, the whole, oh, you know, you're killing scrolls because they won't, you know, fucking agree to the Cree treaty or whatever the fuck or the agreement or whatever. And I'm just like, what? Like, like, wait a minute, wait a minute. And then he's, uh, he's oppressive. Is it, like, I, I don't understand. Like, I just, I don't understand why this is the route they took with, with the, the villain and the story, because it's like, okay, him wanting, uh, the, the Kree murdering, um, the scrolls because they do not want to agree with tree. I get that. Okay. I get that. But when they add that on top of like the sub plot of, oh yeah, I lied about your past. I erased your memory. I kidnapped you. And since you're stronger than all of us, I want to, con- you know, I want to keep you under my control. It's like, but why that though? You know what I'm saying? Why that? Because let me, let me explain this. So the scrolls are looking for the light speed engine when really they needed Carol to find the coordinates of her lab, her Kree starship or whatever. And then you have the fucking Kree that are like, okay, we need to kill all of the, we need to kill all the scrolls. Um, and at the same time, we need to take Captain Marvel back to the Supreme Intelligence. And like I said, when it comes to Captain Marvel and her powers, like, I did, like, yet again, when she got to her full potential, it's not like I was like, oh, that was awesome. I was like, okay, so she flies now and can bust through ships. Because when I, when I saw the fact that she could bust through a spaceship with, like, little to no effort, I was like, well, Endgame must not be a challenge for her. Because I knew, I knew going into Endgame that they were going to make Captain Marvel pretty much face Thanos and beat his ass because, you know... Like, you know that one scene in Endgame where all the girls come together to fight? It's like, that would be cool and make sense if, like, a character like, say, Okoye or uh, Wasp had to get the gauntlet to the quantum tunnel on the other side of the battlefield. That would make sense. But they're like, oh, we're going to help Captain Marvel get through. You mean the bitch that took apart a spaceship? 
and busted through Thanos' forces like nothing and fought Thanos single-handedly, almost beating him? You mean she needs help? Uh, like, no, she doesn't. Like, clearly she doesn't need help. And I think that's why it made the movie, like, like that part of the movie in Endgame. I know that isn't relevant to Captain Marvel itself, but it's kind of a trend of what's going on. Um when it comes to comic book movies, because comic books are now starting to go away from SJW stuff, but now in terms of, like, movies, they're ramping it up, and that part in Endgame would have been cool, and made a, it would have made sense story-wise if they were to use a character that is not on the power level of Scarlet Witch and or Captain Marvel. If they, like I said, took a Koye, or they took, like, Evangeline Lilly, or even um pepper Potts's rescue and they had somebody like that who are you know pretty susceptible to getting murdered you know and they say okay we're gonna help her get over there that would make sense but to say that they're gonna help captain marvel who single-handedly took out a ship and almost thanos himself that that's not needed like why would you need to help somebody that already has the power to handle all of this by herself you know what i'm saying that's why captain marvel is very much not a part of endgame because literally she didn't need to be because if she did, the movie wouldn't exist. It'd be too easy. She'd just beat everybody up and there'd be no problems. And that would be it. Dunzo. That, like, that's the one reason I don't like Captain Marvel's character. She, at least in the movies, because I don't think in the comics she was on the level she is. Um, but then again, I didn't really read Captain Marvel comics. I think I might have seen it, like, one time in a comic. And I was like, who the fuck's that? And that was when I was reading Miss Marvel. And I read Miss Marvel, uh, oh, fuck, I was back at, I don't know, like seventh grade or something for me. And I read her comic, and Miss Marvel was, or Captain Marvel was in there, but as Miss Marvel originally. Um, but yeah, so in, in terms of Captain Marvel, um, I just think her character is flawed. The, and, and not flawed in like a good way, like in, in a story development wise, and like. It's not that. It's not like a, a good development where she has a flaw. It's just she's a flawed character because she has no flaws. And she's overpowered. It's like putting the Doom Slayer inside of the MCU to fight Thanos. The Doom Slayer could kill Thanos with little to no effort. I mean, for fuck's sake, the Doom, Doom Slayer took on fucking the Icon of Sin. A Hell Titan, a skyscraper tall Hell Titan that legitimately busts buildings and creates a black hole. That motherfucker, like, if he could take on a Hell Titan, such as the Icon of Sin or any other regular Hell Titan or any demon in Hell with no effort, and that was just him as a mortal man. Well, okay, when he was a mortal, he was still putting forth a lot of effort, but now that he's a demigod, like, he'd fight Thanos no problem. Captain Marvel wouldn't be able to beat, like, the Doomslayer by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah, she'd shoot him with fucking lasers or photon blast, as she called it. Or whatever, but the Doomslayer at the end of the day just can't die. Um, especially if she was a demon, she'd want to watch out. Like, it's like putting the Doomslayer in the MCU. You know, he's overpowered, but the Doomslayer does have flaws. He doesn't think about the consequences of his actions, like destroying the Argent um, filters on the Mars installation, or the fact that the Icon of Sin is still on the Earth, because he didn't really kill... He, he quote-unquote killed the... the the Icon of Sin, and the Titan on Terrace Nabat. But if you remove the Crucible Blade, they arise again. So clearly he didn't really kill them. He just kind of put them in a dormant state and locked them in place. But at the end of the day, um, you know, he just, he doesn't think about his actions. And he's also lost his bunny and his family, which we recently found out, to the forces of hell. And he lets all this rage 
um, over, you know, just kind of take over everything in his brain so he doesn't think clearly. But that's a flaw with the Doomslayer. But with Captain Marvel, there's no flaw. She knows everything. She's good at everything. And I liked an endgame with the rest of the Avengers where she was like, oh, yeah, you didn't have me, and that's why you didn't win. And then they started roasting her. It's like, yeah, don't be a cocky bitch. Like, literally, that's all what most of us fans are thinking. Like, don't be cocky. Because we've been on a journey with most of these MCU characters now for 10 years. Captain Marvel comes in, what, within a few months of Endgame, and we're supposed to, like, love her? Like, no. She didn't make a good impre- uh, impression on me and many other people. I thought the movie was boring. Now, this was not the dumpster, you know, SJW dumpster fire I thought it was going to be, which I did give them credit for. But at the same time, it still did have some SJW stuff in it. But the movie itself, in terms of, like, how the villain's written and what the main plot is, it just didn't feel important to the MCU as a whole. Unless the Kree is making a full-on scale invasion on Earth, there is nothing to Captain Marvel that plays a role in in everything. Because literally, like, the Kree... Like, I already can tell Captain Marvel, the Kree are gonna be, like, the bad guys in all Captain Marvel movies. Guaranteed. And then the third movie, they'll be like, oh, plot twist, the scrolls really were the bad guys. You know, it'll be something like that. Guaranteed. Because, I mean, why the fuck would they not go that route? The problem is with Captain Marvel is they introduced her so late and her movie had no significance. Because let's remember, okay, the reason Ant-Man and the Wasp, even though it was a smaller budgeted MCU movie, it's not as well loved or or even... um box office received. I mean, it's still, like, it's still got a great, like, you know, uh, review score for me and many other people. I can't remember if I did it on the channel. I don't think I did, because I think it was before my podcast existed. But, um, the, the thing is, I love Ant-Man's story. You know, it's a small, funny, you know, movie, which we needed after, you know, Infinity War's depressing ending, but it tied into Endgame critically because the quantum realm and going back in time to get the stones... Ant-Man actually had purpose. His movie, his second movie in particular, had big purpose for the ending of 10 years of our Avengers stories. There was a logical reason to have his story. Captain Marvel's story? They were like, Captain Marvel is going to be in Avengers Endgame. Guess what? She was in the movie like less than 10 minutes. And her movie was pointless to the plot of Avengers. Literally pointless. Yeah, they threw in some characters that we've seen before in other MCU movies, such as the guy that fucking Star-Lord ends up killing. The uh, I forgot what his name was. He was a Kree warrior in the Guardians. He had like the metal plating coming out of his head. Um, and he caught him on Morag when he had the Power Stone, or the Orb at the time he didn't know it was the fucking Power Stone. But that's the thing. You see, Captain Marvel did not have a place in the MCU. Captain Marvel should have been something done after Endgame because that movie came out and was only successful because of Endgame. Endgame is the reason why Captain Marvel was successful. And I know what you're thinking. Well, that's bullshit. You're just saying it because you don't like the movie. No. Avengers Endgame was the culmination of 10 years of the MCU. Captain Marvel was said to be a big part of the MCU going forward when her movie was about to come out. 
her movie came out before Avengers Endgame and people knew she was going to be in Avengers Endgame. So people thought they had to see her movie to understand her role, you know, bigger role in Endgame. To come to find out, you didn't even need to see Captain Marvel to watch Endgame. You didn't even need to know anything about her character. The only thing that Captain Marvel does is explain how she got her that how she got her powers. That's it. That's really the only reason to watch Captain Marvel is just to know our origin story. That's it. The rest of the movie's garbage. The villain isn't that good. The fucking plot is retarded. Like, oh yeah, Ronan. Yeah, he, he he's been to Earth. Yeah, some of the Kree been to Earth. They legitimately told you what the fuck happened at the beginning of the movie. Fuck him. They were like, oh, like that blue bitch. I forgot what her name was. She was a Kree warrior. And, you know, she. they were like, oh, yeah. She, they were like, oh, yeah. Have you ever been to the Terran homeworld or Terran homeworld before? She was like, yeah, once. And it's like, but wait a minute. That's kind of fucking fishy. Like that immediately at the beginning of the movie, they told you, yeah. Her and fucking... Jude Law, yeah, they took a little trip down to Earth together. I know he's not called Jude Law in the movie, but, like, I don't give a fuck, so. They just took a trip down to Earth, and really, they were the bad guys. That's the thing, though. I just, I think the movie is really bad. I really think it's badly written. I mean, it has some great visuals. I love the visuals of this movie. I love Goose the Cat. I love Nick Fury. I thought they were great. But the rest of the movie was fucking terrible. Like, absolutely terrible. I also thought that Scott Mendelson did a great job playing Talos. I mean, other than that, though, other than a few little good things, this fucking movie annoyed me. Because I'm watching this movie, and I'm like, this is the movie that led to Endgame? Like, this movie is so bad and so boring that how did it make money? Obviously, because Endgame. Because people thought they needed to see Captain Marvel's character, even though she was only in the movie for like less than 10 minutes and nobody really gave a fuck. <laughs> so yeah, like like I said, you know, another thing that I did, I've been re-watching all the Marvel movies. I like Thor The Dark World better than I like Thor, uh, Thor Ragnarok. So when it comes to those two movies, a lot of people like Ragnarok better. I like Dark World better. Because, in my opinion, I think Dark World had a better story. I thought Ragnarok was just a complete joke. I felt like it was a complete joke the entire way. I thought it was a pretty... I didn't think it was a really good movie. It just didn't feel like a Thor movie. Like, if it was a Guardians movie or something, yeah, I could feel that vibe. But even in... It didn't even feel like a Guardians movie, you know? It was just kind of one of those things where it's like, okay. um, I don't know. I just... I think Thor... Ragnarok is like Black Panther. It's a good movie, but I think it's over. It's overhyped. It's over uh, overpraised. Um, because you know, even Spider Man, like I think, can be overpraised just because it's Spider Man. Like, I I think the Spider Man movies are good, but they aren't nothing great. I think they're in the top ten MCU movies, both of them, because I think Spider Man Homecoming and Far From Home are like interchangeable. Um and that's pretty interesting because to me they're both like on the same level they're within the top 10 for sure um but they are not within the top five by by any stretch of the imagination um that would be reserved for obviously captain america the winter soldier that'd be left there for civil war that would be left there for iron man one left there for um avengers infinity war and endgame i mean those are like the top five that i would put in there but 
I think Spider-Man is definitely in the top 10, but I think sometimes people overpraise Spider-Man because it's Spider-Man. I love Spider-Man. He's my favorite superhero, but even I'm going to say his MCU movies are just good. They aren't great. They aren't extraordinary. They're just, they're good. Um, but I think that, you know, when it comes to like the Winter Soldier or something, it was, that was the best MCU movie hands down for me. I get like, and like, I feel like if you make the argument that like an Avengers movie is like the best movie in the MCU, I feel like that's just so dull and plain and just like, of course anybody could say so-and-so Avengers movie is the greatest movie in the MCU because it's an Avengers movie. It's a big movie. It made a lot of money. It was one of the most hyped MCU movies because it's a big team-up event. But if you try to look on the other side of things to look at some solo movies with some smaller stories and shit, um, you'd be able to realize that. Uh, some of the solo stories are a lot better. But that's really all I have to say. Um, I didn't really care for Cat Marvel second time round. Um, I just wanted to talk to you guys a little bit about Marvel because, you know, there isn't a lot of concrete movie news going on. Uh, we can talk about, like, hypothetical things. Like, you know, for instance, like, with the Defenders and stuff, how would I bring them in the MCU from Netflix? Like, uh, I watched comment, um, Armin on um, bleh, Comic Book Cast 2, and he was talking about that the other day, and I thought it was pretty interesting because that was a podcast I, or a video I really wanted him to do. So I was, like, glad when I saw it. I was like, finally, I can you know, hear what his thoughts would be on that. So I could do something like that too, but you guys can always let us know on Facebook. I don't ever get messages on our Facebook page, hence why I don't really do anything the fans ask for because there's just, there's not, I can't put up polls, which I know it's a lot easier to answer on a poll than send us a message, but still just send a message, you know, if you want specific content. But thank you very much for uh, for listening. I hope you all enjoyed the uh, episode. Get outside. It's a nice day, at least where I live. It's, it's a nice day. Um, and, uh, you know, I hope you're all are doing well, but I'll see you all in the next one and have a good day, guys.